0: It's Saturday, September 3rd, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The White House is asking Congress for $47.1 billion in emergency funding for COVID 19, monkeypox, and to back Ukraine in its war with Russia, as well as natural disasters, according to administration officials. Congress must vote on a spending bill by the end of September to avoid a partial government shutdown. Lawmakers are expected to use a stopgap funding measure that will maintain funding levels for the short term. The White House is asking Congress to add the emergency funding on top of that, with about $22.4 billion for COVID-19 vaccines, testing programs, clinical trials, and research, $4.5 billion to bolster efforts to fight monkeypox, and $6.5 billion to help areas of the country prepare for and recover from natural disasters. The administration is also asking for $13.7 billion to continue supporting Ukraine in its war against Russia. The emergency funds would not be paid for with new or shifted revenue and would be new money that has not been previously appropriated. Around the world, The U.S. is aiming to bolster Taiwan's defenses with more than $1 billion in new weapons and military logistics amid rising tensions with China after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taipei. The pending sale of as many as 60 Harpoon anti-ship missiles and 100 Sidewinder missiles for warplanes was approved by the State Department and shared with Congress Friday, the department said. The U.S. has also approved $665 million in logistics support contracts for Taiwan's surveillance radar. The package is expected to be the largest military sale to Taiwan during the Biden administration. Last weekend, the U.S. sent two Navy cruisers through the Taiwan Strait. That navigation exercise, along with the arms sales and Taiwan's firing shots at a Chinese drone flying over an outlying island, likely to incite a response from beijing back in the u.s a fast-moving wildfire in rural northern california injured several people friday destroyed multiple homes and forced thousands of residents to flee jamming roadways at the start of a sweltering labor day weekend the blaze dubbed the mill fire started on or near the property of roseburg forest products a plant that manufactures wood veneers it quickly burned through homes pushed by 35-mile-per-hour winds, and by evening had engulfed four square miles of ground. Many places in the area were also without power. About 9,000 customers, many of them in weed, were hit with electrical outages shortly before 1 p.m., according to electric power company Pacific Corp., which said they were due to the wildfire. Meanwhile, a second fire that erupted a few miles north of the mill fire near the community of Gazelle had burned 600 acres and prompted some evacuations. In other news, the Internal Revenue Service inadvertently posted what is normally confidential information involving about 120,000 individuals before discovering the error and removing the data from its website, officials said Friday. The data are from Form 990T which is often required for people with individual retirement accounts who earn certain types of business income within those retirement plans. The disclosures included names, contact information, and financial information about income within those IRAs. It did not include Social Security numbers, full individual income information, or other data that could affect a taxpayer's credit, according to the Treasury Department. And... Thousands of mourners lined up Saturday to pay tribute to former Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev, who launched drastic reforms that helped end the Cold War and precipitated the breakup of the Soviet Union. However, Russian President Vladimir Putin was absent from the farewell. On Thursday, Putin privately laid flowers at Gorbachev's coffin at a Moscow hospital where he died. The Kremlin said the president's busy schedule would prevent him from attending the funeral. When asked what specific business will keep Putin busy on Saturday, Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Pezkov told reporters that the president will have a series of working meetings. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.